Hello, welcome to Dami Awujola podcast on leadership. I'll be sharing with us today on the subject teachability. Teachability. Before we take a deep dive into today's subject, I would like to get started with a story. And I'd like you to please listen carefully as I read to you the story on Charlie Chaplin. Now, if you see the image of a little man sporting a tiny moustache, carrying a cane and wearing baggy pants, big clumsy shoes and a derby hat, you know immediately that it's Charlie Chaplin. Just about everyone recognizes him. In the 1910s and 1920s, he was the most famous and recognizable person on the planet. If we looked at today's celebrities, the only person in the same category as Chaplin in popularity would be Michael Jordan. And to measure who is bigger or who is the biggest star, we would have to wait another 75 years to find out how well everyone remembers Michael. When Chaplin was born, nobody would have predicted great fame for him. Born into poverty as a son of English music hall performers, he found himself on the street as a small child when his mother was institutionalized. After years in workhouses and orphanages, he began working on the stage to support himself. By age 17, he was a veteran performer. In 1914, while in his mid-twenties, he worked for Max Sinnett at Keystone Studios in Hollywood, making 150 bucks a week. During that first year in the whole movie business, he made 35 films working as an actor, writer, and director. Everyone recognized his talent immediately, and his popularity grew. A year later, he earned $1,250 a week. Then in 1918, he did something unheard of. He signed the entertainment industry's first million dollar contract. He was rich, he was famous, and he was the most powerful filmmaker in the world. At the ripe old age of 29, Chaplin was successful because he had great talent and incredible drive. But those traits were followed by teachability. He continually strived to grow, learn, and perfect his craft, even when he was the most popular and highest paid performer in the world. He wasn't content with the status quo. Chaplin explained his desire to improve to an interviewer. He claimed to have said that when I was watching one of my pictures presented to an audience, I always pay close attention to what they don't laugh at. If, for example, several audiences do not laugh at the stunt I mean to be funny, I at once begin to tear that trick to pieces and try to discover what was wrong in the idea or in the execution of it. If I hear a slight ripple at something I had not expected to be funny, I ask myself why that particular thing got them laugh. That desire you could see in Charlie Chaplin to grow made him successful economically and he brought a high level of excellence to everything he did. In those early days, Chaplin's work was hailed as marvelous entertainment. As time went by, he was recognized as a comic genius. Today, many of his movies are considered masterpieces 
and he is appreciated as one of the great filmmakers of all time. Screenwriter and film critic James Agee wrote, The finest pantomime, the deepest emotion, the richest and most poignant poetry were in Chaplin's work. If Chaplin had replaced his teachability with arrogant self-satisfaction when he became successful, his name would be right up there along with Ford Sterling or Ben Toppin, stars of silent films who are all but forgotten today. But Chaplin kept growing and learning as an actor, director and eventually film executive. When he learned from experience that filmmakers were at the mercy of studios and distributors, he started his own organization, United Artists, along with Douglas Fairbanks, Mary Pickford and D.W. Griffiths. The film company is still in business today. Now what is the lesson from this story? Those who stop learning and refuse to keep learning are soon forgotten. Now, I'd like us to be very pragmatic about teachability. Leaders face the danger of contentment with the status quo. After all, if a leader already possesses influence, and has achieved a level of respect then why should he keep growing i believe the answer is simple your growth determines who you are and who you are determines who you attract and ultimately who you attract determines the success of your life business and organization if you want to grow your life your success or your organization you have to remain teachable now allow me to give you five guidelines that will help you cultivate and maintain a teachable attitude number one learn to cure your destination disease Ironically, lack of teachability is often rooted in achievement. Some people mistakenly believe that if they can accomplish a particular goal, they no longer have to grow. Well, it can happen with almost anything. Probably you earning a degree or probably maybe receiving a desired position or receiving a particular award or achieving a financial goal we understand that effective leaders cannot afford to think that way the day they stop growing is the day they forfeit their potential now i'd like us to remember the words of ray crock owner of mcdonald's he is claimed to have said that as long as you are green, you are growing. And as soon as you are ripe, you start to rot. Number two, on the guidelines to help cultivate and maintain a teachable attitude is for you to over- you need to overcome your success. 
Now, another irony of teachability is that success often hinders it. Effective leaders know that what got them to where they are doesn't keep them there. If you have been successful in the past, beware and consider this. If what you did yesterday still looks big to you today, I can say you haven't done much today. Number four, beg your pardon, number three, learn to swear off shortcuts. Nancy Dorman is quoted to say that the longest distance between two points is a shortcut. And I suppose that's really true. For everything of value in life, you've got to pay a price. And as you desire to grow in a particular area, figure out what it will really take, including the price, and then determine to pay it. Number four, learn to trade in your pride. Teachability requires us to admit we don't know everything. And that can make us look bad. In addition, if we keep learning, we must also keep making mistakes. Surprised? But as writer and expert Albert Hubbard, my mentor, he's quoted to say that the greatest mistake one can make in life is to be continually fearing you will make one because you cannot be prideful and teachable at the same time. Another wise man is quoted to say that for everything you gain, you lose something. So to gain growth, give up your pride. Number five, never pay twice for the same mistake. It was Teddy Roosevelt that asserted that he who makes no mistakes makes no progress and that is very true but the leader who keeps making the same mistakes also makes no progress as a teachable leader you will of course make mistakes forget them that is the mistakes you made but always remember what they taught you that is the lessons you learned if you don't you will pay for them more than once now I'd like us to refresh and reflect on teachability if you were a crop i like to ask what kind of crop are you reaping does your life and leadership seem to be getting better day after day month after month year after year or are you constantly fighting just to hold your ground if you are not where you hoped you would like to be by this time in your life your problem may be lack of teachability i like to ask When was the last time you did something for the first time? When? When was also the last time you made yourself vulnerable 
by diving into something for which you weren't an expert something you were not really good at observe your attitude towards growing and learning during the next several days or weeks to probably see where you stand I would suggest that to improve your teachability you do the following things observe how you react to mistakes do you admit your mistakes do you apologize when appropriate or are you defensive please evaluate introspect and observe yourself and ask a trusted friend's opinion if you react badly or you make no mistakes at all then know this you need to work on your teachability number two to improve your teachability i would like you to try something new go out of your way today to do something different that will stretch you mentally emotionally or physically challenges change us for the better if you really want to start growing make new challenges part of your daily activities number three learn in your area of strength read two to three to four to five to six to twelve books a year on leadership or your field of specialization continuing to learn in an area where you are already an expert prevents you from becoming unteachable or jaded now what is the takeaway for today's lesson on teachability if you want to be a champion tomorrow you've got to be teachable today i'll say that again if you want to be a champion tomorrow then learn to be teachable today i'm sure you enjoyed today's lesson on teachability i'd like to see you in the next series on leadership and please i like you to also share with your friends and help them to also benefit from this lesson i remain dami awujola and thank you for listening to my podcast on leadership bye for now